So, Tom Ballard, you mean to tell me Woody Allen punched a kangaroo? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I've got footage. Like a full boxing match. Full boxing match, baby. You've got footage of Woody Allen punching <laughs> a kangaroo. <laughs> it happened. Wow. I've got to see this. <laughs> Welcome to the Comedy on Edge presents the chat show. We're live in Edge HQ. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. On the sound, we've got Ryan, special comments, Crawford. How are you, buddy? I'm really good, Mark. How are you? Yeah, you good? That's good. Yeah, ha- yeah. Happy, happy day. Is it day? Is it two days? When is Australia Day? Is it it's, Monday or no, is it Sunday? I don't really know. I don't pay attention to these things. We get things. the day off. I get the day off. I know that. That's on Monday. Although I was thinking of doing some extra podcast recording to make you. Oh, to make me earn, earn, earn the day off? Well, penalty yeah. rate. Abbott said I don't have to pay for penalty rates anymore. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, right. So I can work you anytime I want. 20, 20% on top of fuck all. Actually, yeah, there's up to 50% of nothing is yeah. good. You've yeah, just yeah. got a pay rise. Excellent, thank you. Uh, well, well negotiated, Ryan. That's really uh, this is your fault for having Lester as your ne- negotiator. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, well, so welcome back. And we've got Thanks, two man. guests here. We've got a returning guest. He's been on a couple of times. Matty B, how are you, mate? Um, very well, thank you, mate. Yeah, good to see you. You've been happy day or two days before Australia Day. Thank you, mate. This is, uh, this is the time for my people. So, <laughs> so for your people, this is yeah. This is when you drivers really, really show their <laughs> show themselves for for what they are. Ute drivers, yeah. yeah right. I don't even have a ute, but they're one of my. I people. like the fact that you came today wearing the Australia Day cape. That's a nice touch. It's... I thought you know if you're gonna if you're gonna be Australian near Australia Day, like what you can't have a day. Should be Australia Fortnight. <laughs> Australia yeah. Fortnight. Australia Fortnight. Once a year. Well, well, I I should, should name should it should Australia. Be... Australia Long Weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. We've got the topic. I should. Our next guest. He's, it's been a year since he's been on, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Ballard. <laughs> Hello, how are you? Hello, friends. Ooh. Hey guys. Very well. Thanks. How are you? I'm pretty good. Pretty. Good. You didn't wear the Australia uh, the Australia flag cape. Are you washing it for Monday? Or um, Monday, Australia Day. You mean Invasion Day? Invasion. Oh yes. Oh, oh I, I said it. Start a controversy. Fuck, I Tom said Ballard. it. Give a shit. Straight in the deep end. Boom. There you go. <laughs> Take that, Margaret Thatcher. What? <laughs> that makes no sense. Uh, no, I will not be wearing a Australian cape on uh, Monday. I will be. I prefer to think of it as hottest one hundred day. That makes me a lot happier than worrying about the <laughs> the quagmire that is this country's history. Do you just yeah. very quietly like maybe wear like Australia speedos under your bodies? <laughs> or do wouldn't you, you like, like to know? <laughs> uh, no, that wouldn't be good for anyone. Either our either our country or me, but. Uh, no, I look. It is. We were just talking before we started how complicated the whole thing is, but you know, I get it because we are very lucky to live in this country. It is a great country. It does a lot of great things. But uh, when you're reading shit in the news headlines every day about how people are being tortured in Manus Island and the disadvantage that Indigenous people face, it's kind of like eh, we don't really talk about that enough. So don't, don't forget, uh, don't forget, poor people. They're in the sites now too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like that joke I made about penalty rates. They're, they're probably going to go. Yeah. <laughs> It is an interesting conflict because I think as a nation, you definitely need a day of just being like, fuck yeah, <laughs> Australia. Yeah. But the date that they've chosen and the historical significance of that date right, is yeah. kind of like, it's not, you haven't thought that through really, no. have you? Like pick a day where we did something awesome rather than we did something a little bit like, oh, that's imperial. What's the date? <laughs> what do you go to? What would you move I to? I don't know. I'm not saying you should I'm not, I'm not what like. Good things when we won the America's Cup. Something yeah, that like was, well, um, Bradman's know. birthday. Bradman's birthday. Yeah, or um, something that at least represents like maybe someone who didn't come in and just cause havoc doing something good. You know what I mean? Like, okay. well, that's, I mean, we thought, I mean, what about the Russell Crowe day out then? Sorry day. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. What about, it as a fortnight though. What about we get two days? Like I like the thing about Australia day. I don't like at the moment. Like at the moment, I'm not really proud of where my country's going and what we're doing. And so celebrating, yeah, Australia Day, fuck yeah, how good is it? Doesn't feel right. Why don't we have two days? Australia Day, where we celebrate all the good stuff, and then Reflection Day, like the day of the, the apology, day. where we just sit down, <laughs> like you sit down and go, okay, this is what's wrong with the country. Why don't we look at this? Why don't I yeah, know I the politician? I would, I would every, vote every, for that. Every, everybody gets half a day off work. They go home to think about what they've done. Honestly, as a nation in the global perspective at the moment we are just that fucking impotent child though like we're just you morons just go 
Get away from here. Clearly climate change is happening. Stop oh, being an idiot about it. Just get aboard. Maybe we set some goals and then we don't get Australia Day until we've achieved those things, right? Oh. So until there's, you know, the Do life like, expectancy of Indigenous people is equal to, to white Australians and until we have, you know, implemented climate <laughs> change action and until we've got same-sex marriage and until we're not fucking people who come running away from persecution, then we get a day off and get drunk. That is, I imagine that Australia Day. That would be the best Australia Day ever. That would be a good... And it's also a very Australian way of doing it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get beer until you're less <laughs> ignorant. Like, that is... <laughs> Turn it into exactly state of origin. Imagine this. Queensland, like, going to Queensland, okay, I'll bet you our, we get our average Original life expectancy up before you do just <laughs> <laughs> exactly make a little competition <laughs> state thing. of origin. Like, Man, I think yeah. we're on to a winner here. Uh, yeah. mate. Somewhere in Melbourne, we, we, we're not even high right now. This I is know, amazing. It's, it's Saturday morning, we're knocking. Well, maybe out the maybe ideas. I don't, I don't Speak know for yourself. Tom. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Pity Kevin Rudd wasn't still around. We could have had a, a, a conference about this it. Could have been the summit. 2020, a 2020 summit. Somewhere I can imagine Andrew Bolt is just twitching nervously at the oh, thought of this. Yeah. Oh, those summits. What was the... Abbott's always big criticism of them. Is, oh, they're just a talk fest. They're just a talk, talk fest. Talk fest, no action. As, it's like... That's yeah, isn't, isn't that how you agree things? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the Wait. hell? I don't understand. No, but that's not how Tony Abbott like, agrees to thing. He just does what he oh, wants yeah, to yeah. and then people either agree with it or don't. He punches the wall beside your head enough times yeah. that yeah. you uh, just in, you know, fall into submission. God. God tells him what to do. Of course that's, he does. Yes. By God, you've system. cost me and Rupert Murdoch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, we're pretty edgy, I tell you what. I tell you what. Oh, yeah. I would not want to be Tony Abbott right now. <laughs> I know, he's suffering. <laughs> Copping the brunt of four dudes <laughs> in a weird room upstairs <laughs> in Darlington just telling them what for. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, honestly don't think that this conversation from four guys sitting in the inner city is that outrageous. No, I don't think true. we're really... I'm pretty sure the cafe around the corner's got the same yeah, conversation. Exactly. They just don't have microphones and inflated sense of self-worth. <laughs> 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 They're not thinking, yeah, more people need to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to take this to a swinging seat. Yeah. <laughs> Shout it out at buses. <laughs> But the whole, yeah, the whole thing is like oh, it's actually it is a bizarro world in politics. Alan Jones, he's been called a greenie in Queensland. Yeah, what's going yeah. on with this? Catch me up, catch you up with all this. So, and the LNP is suing him for defamation. Yeah, right. Campbell Newman yeah. and the deputy leader are suing Alan for defamation. And that's all the coal seam gas. Yeah, it's over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Alan calling him a liar. Right. And I mean, the Queensland one of the columnists in the Courier Mail up there wrote an article where condemning Jones's opinions. But the guy who wrote the article is a former Campbell Newman advisor who now works for one of the coal companies. Great. And he said he pretty much he had a go at Alan Jones for his inner city lifestyle and how he's a poster <laughs> boy for the Greens. I don't think Alan Alan's a lot of th- I don't think he's a post I don't think Sarah Hansen Young would have his picture on the wall, do you? No. Queensland is just special, isn't it? It's <laughs> just like special state. Well, when it Queenslanding Queenslanders and mining if ever rationality gets turned off, that is the point where it gets turned off. Because they're just like, no, nah, fuck it, we'll just dig it up. We'll yeah, yeah up. screw it, just bring it up, we'll make heaps of money. Like, oh, it's a barrier roof, we can dump shit on yeah, it. Fertiliser's good for yeah, stuff. whatever. Well, I just whatever. watched, you know, Friendly Geordie, you know that guy on, on Facebook who makes these amazing videos? People, people listening might be aware of him. Check him out on Facebook, he's incredible, he's so funny. He's a 24-year-old male model, first of all, so I'm on board. <laughs> then he's really, like, really well-informed, really funny. He makes these six-minute, tightly-packed, fact-filled, but hilarious takes on, on all sorts of issues. And I just watched his... his uh, he did one on um, the Great Barrier Reef and, and like, the plan, this plan for Campbell Newman has for that development, this insane development that is going to cost... That private companies from all around the world, private banking institutions have said, no, we're not going to yeah, invest in this much, yeah. because... Of environmental reasons. This yeah, is fucking wow. money-hungry, greedy as fuck. Citibank, anyone that said, no, we're not touching it. This one investor said he would. He's already $4 billion in debt. So then the, the Queensland government is going to cover the gap of about you know $300 million or something of taxpayer money just to develop this shit which will essentially kill the Great Barrier Reef. And that all the most powerful people in the world went, actually, even though we're psychopaths... That's a bit much. Yeah. We're not going to do that. We're insane. That's yeah, not right. for us, you know. Yeah. Friendly yeah. Geordie, he's, he's brilliant. You should yeah. check his stuff out. It's very, it yeah, is really interesting and funny. Geordie so is sad what's happening with the reef, though. Because I've, like, I've been to the reef and it is ridiculous. Like, yeah. You kind of get... You know, you hear about it on the news or whatever, and you're like, oh, you know, and that's another piece of natural environment that we're killing. Right. 
But there's a difference between going walking in this like the scrub mm. in Australia and then the Great Barrier Reef. Like the Great Barrier Reef is the most amazing piece of yep. natural geography mm. or whatever yeah. you yeah. call it that I've ever seen. It's fucking amazing. And then you think about that from the perspective of it's so important. Yeah. That banks don't want to destroy it. <laughs> yeah. like, it has to be important if banks don't want to destroy it because yeah. they will do anything. Okay. And even yeah. if you don't care about like just the sake of it being there for the environmental sake or whatever, I mean, economists will tell you that it's a stupid thing to do anyway, just purely Billions for tourism. It's tourism. Yeah. huge yeah. money that they yeah. make every year. And that's going to absolutely all fly out the window. It doesn't exist anymore. So, yeah. 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 I don't and think there's no bringing it back no so. and then well, once, that, once that's 300 million dollars that they're talking about that you said newman's gonna underwrite yeah. if they spent 100 million dollars said free flights from china to the great barrier reef <laughs> like everyone who comes is going to spend money on hotel you boost your tourism you right. probably earn more money yeah. from bringing people in from china with free flights than yeah. you would this mining development. I mean, what are they going to get out of it? Taxes? Well, then the insane thing is that, that you know, like India is moving to try and like move away from coal. Like, like there, there mm. are these countries that we're going to be exporting and impo- exporting our coal to don't want uh, looking at a coal-free future. So it's going to be pointless in like ten but, years. Yeah, it's pretty much uh, like economically what we're doing as a nation is just putting our fingers in our ears and singing <laughs> and just that. going coal, 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 <laughs> mine, yeah. mine. What, what was the, what was the quote? The quote rich. was something about it being good for humanity good or for something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> oh, and just like, well, we're gonna, we're gonna. Provide the energy of the future for the entire world. No, no, no we're not. No. We're going to dig up heaps of stuff and no one's going to want it. <laughs> awesome. That's a, that's a great idea. WA is just going to be a giant crater in 20 years. <laughs> See, no Australia Day for you. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve the long weekend. Yet we've got to get some shit sorted. First. Actually, Actually, it's a plan to make the Grand Canyon Mark II. WA is just the giant Grand Canyon. We're going to get all... Is it Grand Canyon, Arizona or something like that? That'd be good. You could flip the environmental tourism and be like, wow, have you been to Australia? That place is fucked. You have to go to see how fucked that place is. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there's a place... Our, our, our tourism um, slogan will just be Michael Caton on a big billboard that says, we dug a hole. That's <laughs> 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 what that is. All right, I'm copywriting that idea. I think there's stand up in that. Yeah. Well, I think oh, that's definitely Australia into a shithole. But you, well, that's exa- a new tourism. An example of that: find. Tasmania's got a town called Queenstown. Queenstown's where they mine tin. They mine everything, but they mined it like from pretty much since the start of Tasmania. They've so fucked it up with like cyanide, all that mm. leaching. It looks like Mars. Oh, like yeah, there's no good. trees, there's rocks. Yeah. People drive, like it is a tourist attraction just to see how fucked this town is. Yeah, I saw a uh, flattened forest in Tasmania. Oh. And it's like, it's really quite confronting. Yeah. You're just like Eerie, walking yeah. through this beautiful, intense biodiversity and then you just walk out and you go, oh, this is what... We do with beautiful stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. As, as humans, we turn that into dirt. I went to, I went to Kalgoorlie. Like, I went to the Supercut. Have you ever been to Kalgoorlie? Yeah, no, I've been super mine there. Like, it is in, it is insane to look out mm. and, and get a sense of the scale of how big it is and, you know, man's ability to, to fuck, fuck shit up. up and big... Yeah, and dig giant in, in industrial quantities. You know, yeah. yeah, but no, that's that would. But not you be wonder good. if, like, however many hundreds of thousands of years of evolution was designed to dig big holes. Yeah. Or maybe we could like put that into better practice. Go into space or something and yeah. Yeah. just a piece and feed people. Yeah. Actually no, it's pretty freaky to look those well. things up, uh, those super mines and stuff just up on Google Maps. Have you ever done that? You just like check out the place, focus in on it and they're just enormous. I mean that, that old that favourite old trivia question about man made things visible from space. These things are massive. And yeah. you can see them from a long way away. Them, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you said that, I mean, with Tassie, if when you fly into Tassie, if you look out, if it flies over the land, you just see, yeah, big circles in, in the forest of like where all the timber's been plucked out. And yeah, it just looks bizarre. Yeah. Mm. Goodness oh, gracious. Well. So we have a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and Australia Day's cancelled. No, maybe, maybe we need Australia Day to get drunk and forget about right. our problems. Yeah, we drink maybe about that's actually, it. And, well, we haven't confirmed Although it. that could be insensitive to Indigenous people as well who have a lot of issues uh, grappling yeah. with the grog and alcohol. Oh, boy. It's so yeah, complicated. Yeah. 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 We, 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 we can't really have our Australia Day party in the Northern Territory. No. Um, unless no. you've got a coupon. Yeah, that's very so, true. <laughs> <laughs> <the intervention. laughs> 
Nah. Oh, my mum. I didn't institute the policy. No, I just think it's interesting that, like, we sat around, we kicked around some very good ideas about how to improve the place, and we pretty much ended up just going, no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> it's, no, it's quite difficult, really, isn't but the it? The thing is, no one asks us. No, <laughs> no one asks if us. If only. I've if never only. been polled for anything. I've never received a, And I'm home a lot. Like, oh, you mean one of those phone calls? Like, they, I've never yeah. been polled. I, I I've have. never been market research. I got, like, the thing where they, like, they got my number and they said, look, we're going to ring you. I think it was once a month for six months, and yep. they just ask you pretty much the same questions. But one, like, mine was all about financial, like banks and institutions. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's not that. I, and I'd forgotten what I'd said the month before, so I just be like, oh yeah, I think this, think that. And he's like, but that's completely contradicting what you said last well, month. Said six months. Ago, so, yeah. I'm not a handy, but the, actually, I've changed. Yeah. Have the you ever had a politician a door knock you? No. No, I haven't. I've had uh, door knockers. People say yeah. when there's election coming up and saying vote for this person, blah blah blah. But no, not an actual. Oh. Real politician saying, I am running. Because I remember as a kid, we, um, I'd, one of the politicians came to the door. It was former Premier Robin Gray. He actually, I remember as a kid, he came to the door and knocked on the door and said, yeah. oh, you know, chat. And I thought, oh, it's really cool. Yeah. But like now, like we're in the middle of a New South Wales elections end of March. And my where we live now has just been rezoned. Like I had my local member was Carmel Tebbett, who I quite liked. Right. I'd met her, we'd talked. But this time, we've got, like my seat's now Newtown. It's a new seat. Oh, right. I don't know who's running. And I kind of want to meet them. Like, I want to... I, want, like I just want to know what... I'm sure there'll be forums, like, you can go... Along. I, I went stuff, to a forum yeah. once for... You know, I'm in um, Malcolm Turnbull's electorate, and I went to a forum there. That was... that was It was, like, heated, and it was interesting, and that felt like kind of democracy. Happening. But see, I remember when he first ran in that seat, I was in Bondi Junction Mall, and he was just standing in the middle of the mall, shaking hands, and I went up and had a chat to him, and mm. he was quite accessible, but yeah. Yeah. So... No, he's, he's all right. So this is the one that they think the Greens might be able to win, like the well, the, I, the I, new I, seat. I think. Like. I, yeah. I, I, uh, so far, I've seen posters. There's a Labor candidate and a Greens. Yeah. But yeah. I'm guessing it's Newtown Inner West. I don't think the Liberals would probably. Maybe they wouldn't even put anyone up. Yeah, which is half because they've split it now. This new seat, Newtown, and I think Summy Hill have replaced right. what was I can't even remember Mar- Marrickville before. Yeah, Marrickville. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So but yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'd, say, I'd say the Greens have been with a shot in the Newtown. Well, they always come close. Yeah. Yeah, bloody hippies. They, yeah. they came close I, in Marrickville. I love that. Uh, keep Newtown weird. Um, this, <laughs> sorry, this is extremely Sydney centric. I'm sure you have listened. No, to yeah, yeah, Sydney, we'll do, yeah, Anyway, yeah. Newtown is, um, you know, this inner inner west uh, hipster. It's Brunswick Street it. for our Melbourne Brunswick listeners. Brunswick Street for Melbourne listeners. Yeah, it's where hipsters go to get tattoos of kale. Was my was a joke <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's like you know this keep Newtown weird thing where there's this campaign to like you know celebrate the weirdos and all the freaks and like it's exciting and dynamic and stuff. Mm. And my friend lives in Newtown, and she says that there's a guy. <laughs> she lives in an apartment building there. And there's a guy across the street from her who every night for about four weeks would just lean out of his. His window going, kill gay people, kill gay people, <laughs> die of AIDS. <laughs> and whenever I hear that, I think, yeah, keep Newtown weird, man. Yeah. Keep Newtown weird. That is weird. <laughs> keep Newtown weird. There's All I can say is, just suis Charlie. <laughs> yeah. There's some old school hate in Newtown. There's a, have you seen rate. the guy who cruises around Newtown? He's on one of those like mobility with the big, with the, with the big plays heavy yeah. metal yeah. out of like an uh, amplifier on yeah. his scooter and all of his stickers are just white power. <laughs> like he's just like, hey, I have a disability and I hate you. <laughs> 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 it's, so he's, he's sort of straddling two worlds oh, there. Like, yes. See, my, that guy is <laughs> fucking proper crazy. Like, <laughs> my really favourite memory of that guy is up on Cleveland Street, which is a major street. He was on, like, there's a bit where it goes down the hill as you get towards my house, and he was on his mobility scooter. His mate was in the front, sitting on his lap, carrying a slab of beer, and he's just, veer- it's peak hour traffic, and he's just veering through traffic, <laughs> holding the whole street up, doing like, it looked like Formula One warming up his tires, <laughs> blaring out the music, and yeah. it was just like, yeah, keep it weird. Uh, he's definitely keep it weird, guys. He's a character. Oh. He's, he is. He's, he's a character. salt of the earth, I think. I don't know if I'll go that far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely a character. Where does that he's saying salty. come from? <laughs> salt of the earth. Because when you salt the earth, doesn't it mean it kills the land and you can't actually grow anything? Can't grow anything. No, I think salt of the earth means... Uh, when like when you're extracting the salt in the first place, it yeah, would be referring true. to that part of the process. And how much uh, how much money that's you know, the goodness that you get from having dug that up, salting the earth as opposed to salt of the earth. It's quite different. Yeah. Yeah, salting yeah. the earth is like once you've burnt down someone's field and like. Well, I'm saying this family. guy is salting the earth. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> he's, he's, kind of, he's like, yeah. oh look, you get you get the music. It's like, oh, that, oh, it's like 
There's a guy who hands out the MX in um, Town Hall, and he looks like he's bald. He's an older gentleman. He's bald. He kind of looks sickly, and he hands out his MX. He's, and one day he knocked over his paper, and I was like, oh, here you go. give it." And I saw his T-shirt. And he had a white power T-shirt on. Oh, and I'm really? like, oh dude, I, I helped you. I thought you were sick. What is, it, is it, what is it, a Nazi symbol? Or does it say white power on it? What is, how did you know you it was a white power? You should be handing out the Daily Deli. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> N-words, go home. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. it's like, like I've seen him a few times. Like he's, got, he's also got a, Paul, a picture of Pauline Hanson on one T-shirt. Oh, boy. But it's yeah, the wow. same thing. It's like... like I, like I should not. Like I shouldn't. I helped him naturally because it's just your instinct. You see someone, yes. you help them, yes. and then I'm like, oh, I don't want to help you. Oh, I feel bad now. Yeah. No, but I always have to <laughs> dilemma when faced with those people because I wonder if I engage in a conversation whether the power of my juju might fix them. You know uh, what I mean? Like, gosh. and sometimes I do have the conversation with them. Yeah, and I'll, yeah, it's there's never that. Ended in, well. There's that. In, <laughs> yeah. I, I've there's never. That. Long story. I'm punching the fuck out of oh, <laughs> a guy in a wheelchair, uh, and I'm like, the bad guy. I definitely think there, that. There's, uh, there's that inflated sense of uh, self-importance again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I don't. I don't like dismissing people as like just being worthless humans. I think you gotta. You His gotta try. T-shirt said, "Niggas go home." <laughs> He's struggling. <laughs> it's probably the best I could have done is maybe got him to go and learn. But you can't, like, I do think you have to engage in the conversation with people. You like, can, but there is almost definitely a point where you, you, people's beliefs are so fundamental. I was in Ellie Beach. I did this, like, writing break. The Ellie Beach was just a horrible idea because it was so hot. I couldn't get anything done. I had shit accommodation. I was bored out of my mind. I didn't write anything. And I was down to the beach, and uh, that part of Queensland, there's a lot of, like, um, uh, born-again Christians and evangelist Christians and yeah. stuff. So I was just sitting on the beach, and these two girls, these two American girls came up and started talking to me, and uh, eventually revealed the fact they're evangelist Christians, and they've come over here to do charity. The charity work was good. But then they were, like, batshit crazy sort of thing, and I... I, I had nothing better to do so I spent about two hours talking to these girls about their beliefs and eventually I told them I was gay and they were like oh well that's okay God still loves you and I was like that's fucking bullshit and then it was just <laughs> I said so long to talk to them and then after a while I was like and then they asked, they asked me if I wanted to pray with them at the end I said no nah, I'm good but you just sort of get to the point where you realise well it's that's a fun to, I'm, I'm not changing their minds anytime soon yeah, I mean, I but think it was a good conversation. I think right. it's optimistic of me. Yes, like and it's that's beautiful. It's <laughs> beautiful. But well, uh, what else do you do though? Because yeah. I had a regret. Actually, on that like, time, I had a regret. I was at a birthday party. It was a, a relative's birthday party, and there's someone there who's dis- a friend of a friend. And he's like, I was at the other end of the table, and I don't know, like you know, when you're like, I was in another conversation, and I just heard him say, "Look." I'm not anti-gay, but I don't think they should marry. And I'm like, oh. now I'm like, I like you. My automatic reaction is, let's go. It's go time. But then I'm like, do I ruin this whole birthday party? Yeah. Over like, because it, it would have got a heated discussion because he was a fuckwit. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like my like, and I'm, I'm pretty sure like we could have argued. But then it's like, do I like? I regret not saying anything. Like mm. I've since seen this guy now, and I just like give him the knowledge. Interesting because because the opposite is also true, isn't it? He said something that. In effect, for anybody around the table who is offended by that, has had their birthday party ruined, right? Yeah. So you know, you sort of, I, I jump in with those sorts of things. Yeah, but I just that. thought, like, because it was like it was, I don't want to give away who it is, because, like, but it was someone that like it was a party of people like Tony Abbott. No, 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 no. But it was like a friend, like, yeah, I just didn't want to ruin the party. Like, I, sh- I should have, like, I should have said, well, no, you, you've just outed yourself as a fuckwit, to be honest, and. Because he's, yeah, and it just, but I, I regret not saying anything. But I like having those conversations. Yeah, I do too, like, but I like it when I'm, not when I'm at a party with mm. potential in-laws and... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. The, um, yeah, right. it's sort of like, this is the first time meeting extended family. Because you're you... allowed to get married. Yeah, well, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that, yeah. This, but, I mean, the thing is... great it was like your boyfriend's brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man, this is so awkward. <laughs> this is our engagement party. Did <laughs> you bring up gay marriage? Yeah, it was a bad choice of some, <laughs> of celebrant, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I went to a great party, and I'm thinking of doing this for my wedding. Drew Bowie, friend of the show, for those who want to listen, he was on the episode with Paul McDermott. When he got married... He had a part of the show where I, there's some part of the ceremony where they acknowledge, you know, the marriage status act. And he got his young son and another friend to hold up a sign saying pretty much, we wish we don't actually agree with this. We think everyone should have the right to be married. And right. it was a really beautiful statement, yeah. sort of saying, look, we're getting married. We think gay people should get married, but 
yeah, we're yeah. not going to hold off until that happens. Because <laughs> yeah, it's oh, well, you never know. I mean, Abbott. When, when do you think? Like, do you think marriage equality? Do you think you'll see it in your lifetime? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The question more and more is going to be the relevant relevance of marriage. Yeah, if, for anyone. Um, and there are lots of people in the gay community who aren't too fussed at all about the the uh, the issue. I think that gay people should be allowed to get married. I don't know if I want to get married myself. And I think the people who think that you know marriage is like this outdated institution, this bullshit patriarchy. I'm like, yeah, tell that to a lesbian couple who've been together for 25 years who want to get married. Mm. Yeah, and also marriage. too, I mean, even if you get to a point where marriage isn't like in the traditional sense what we do yeah. as a society it would still nice to be at a yeah. point where regardless of whatever we're calling it whether yeah. it be marriage or union or whatever yeah. if just any two people who love Everyone's each other can access, do that yeah. like yeah. I think Very you're true. probably right mm. I don't I don't think marriage is really as a concept is going too strong at the <laughs> no, moment no, 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 so no. Bad yeah. Bread, yeah. it's it's mm. probably going to change in some way shape or form you would mm. think like yeah. even in my generation like I talked to my mum and dad and I, f- I don't think about this, but like I'm 30, I'm single, I'd pretty much do what I want to do with my life. High five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that my goes. dad had two kids, like a yeah, mortgage. Yeah, no. like, mm. But at my age, he was fucking in the grind, <laughs> you know? <laughs> he was locked in. He was like... Yeah? In, yeah, and yeah. like he'd, he got it done, yeah. to his credit. But I kind of look back and I'm just like, fuck, if I had... A six-year-old and a four-year-old child right now, like, I'd be dead. <laughs> like, the stress of that. Or at yeah. least the responsibility or, or, of that. Or at least they would be. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on, Docs does do its job. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah I, I, I think I would, like, have a sense of, like, oh, no, I need to do the right thing, but whether or not I would be able to get it done is yeah. a completely yeah. different matter. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, because, I mean, you'd have to essentially, like, you'd have to work full-time. I mean, you work comedy which is a bit sporadic you have a couple of months where you'd have a couple of months a year where it's a bit tough dude the idea of rocking up to the same place five days a week and not leaving for eight hours terrifies me like I, I <laughs> hello to all, like, all those listening to this in the offices they knock out their week <laughs> it does. you fucking drones man <laughs> oh, it's you not slaves like, to the power no it's, it's honestly sometimes i look at people who have jobs like that and i go oh man can you imagine, like, just knowing that at some stage during the week, <laughs> X amount of money is going to be in your bank account? <laughs> like, oh, you're you're on board that idea? Oh, yeah, totally. totally yeah, like yeah, that yeah. would just like, uh, there's got to be perks, for <laughs> <laughs> and that is obviously a big one. You know, it's Sal- a really good Sal- system they've got. You do things, and then you get money for that. Salary, it's, it's called uh, it's yeah. working. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, no, no, I work, and yeah. I get paid for the work that I do, but yeah. they. Every week, at the same time, they get the same amount of money. Like, how easy would their budget be? Like, uh, should we blow his mind and tell him they also get four weeks a year paid holiday? Yeah. <laughs> that is like, yeah. like Australia Day. Dude. Office workers are paid for that day. They're not working. Yeah, it do, it does. Like, I can totally see why you would be keen on that. I, yeah, I, I reckon. It's... I reckon the whole idea of salary being reduced to a perk. I, <laughs> I think. I think you know. You should definitely be sort of helping write slogans for the Liberal Party. It's, no, it's don't brilliant. make me come across like I'm backward or anything. But it's just. It is. No, a it's very a different funny. lifestyle. Like, because I've gone. I've flitted from comedy full time work, comedy full time, and it is like yeah, with comedy, it's like when you get your festival check and like when you get your money and all that. It's, it's a great month. But then when you have like, you know, January is traditionally pretty quiet. It's like, oh, fuck, how am I going to make rent this month? So yeah. it, Oh, and it's just yeah. like I talk to mates and stuff who have full-time jobs and they'll just be like, hey, do you want to go to Melbourne for a long weekend in July? And I'll be like, it's <laughs> 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 three months away. What the fuck are you talking about? I have no idea what I'm going to be doing on that weekend in July. Like having that capacity yeah. to plan ahead would be... You could you could have fun. It's the same thing with weddings too, and you probably experienced yeah. this fact. Like, oh, we're getting oh, we're getting engaged. That's exciting. When are you getting married? Oh, August of twenty seventeen. I'm yeah. like, oh god, oh, you're, no. locked, you're booking the venue now. No, 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 like actually, and I haven't actually announced it. I'm getting married in April. Hey, hey. but the pressure, like. I got pressure because we've been going out for four years and people are like, when are you going to ask a question? I was like, oh, fuck off. Look, at when I feel like it. Then when you get married, I thought, oh, cool, relax. Yeah. So when's the date? When's the date? Yeah, oh, yeah. I get fucked. Don't worry. Straight as soon as you're married and then it'll be, when are you having kids? When are you having yeah, kids? Yeah, Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, the questions never stop, stop coming. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to stop being friendly. <laughs> you, found, you found yourself in a cycle there, Mark. Well, yeah. but, I don't have any of these questions. But you <laughs> see about the marriage thing, like with the date, like we found a venue pretty quickly 
and we're like, like we didn't, we're like, oh, we can get married in a couple of months, and then they're like, oh, well, it takes this long to get a dress. Right. You got, we got a lot of people coming from the state. You got to think of them. You got to think of like, just mm. a lot of logistics. What yeah. what level of swank are you aiming for for the wedding? <laughs> are you doing the full swank or no. please doing... please have Maddie as your wedding? Yeah. Plan. <laughs> <laughs> right, what kind Someone's of swank <laughs> level are you looking at? <laughs> like, you want to be full swanky <laughs> or like what? Yeah, are we getting tins of VB or are we getting glasses? Oh, you're getting. Well, Getting, what is it? Come on, deal it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Well, that'll be a good wedding, really. Great wedding. Yeah. Well, I mean, this you'd one... probably wait until after the ceremony. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. Well, depending on your level of swank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you do acid or something, it takes a while to kick in. You take yeah. it before the vows. Oh, great! Stop it, Tom. This is. <laughs> I'm starting to. That's think the only up. way you can get through wedding. Planners. You realize, Maddie? This you could, you could have project. found a career, yeah a career here. You could be a wedding planner. <laughs> It's always the surprising ones that work, you yep. know. That, Absolutely. That could be... That's what I call it, level of swank weddings. <laughs> but you find, though, like... and you, People want to tell you how you should have your wedding. And, like, like Jen, my fiancé's sister, she's, like, a really organised planner. She had a lovely wedding. And my favourite game at the moment is fucking with her head about what I want at the wedding. <laughs> like, I've convinced her... Like, one of my groomsmen's Jonas Holt, friend of the show whose weekend job is he dresses up as Batman and goes to children's parties. Right. I've convinced her he's playing Batman in the wedding. Oh, like, he's got to be the groom's wow. dress. And she's fucking freaking out. And she's like, you just can't have Batman in your wedding. And I'm like, why not? Yeah. I go, he's not, he's not best man. He's the <laughs> groom's <laughs> It's, you know, yeah, it's like, yeah. no, I'm not being ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And just, you wouldn't have to spend any money on security. Well, it saves me money because he's already got the suit. I, we don't have to cover his suit. Like, I don't have to get rent him a suit for the, yeah. the day. So I'm going to say you're a brave man, Mark. You, 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 you're channeling a bridezilla there. She's going no, 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 to come straight out. My fiance's fine with it. She thinks it's funny. It's just, yeah, it's seeing the stress. doesn't always have to be the bride that's the bridezilla. They just, they come from all, all different places. So... You still haven't answered the question, though. Very low swing. It's very low relaxed. Swing. Yeah. Batman's coming. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm seriously entertaining. Yeah. The most serious thing I've got, the, the only thing I'm taking seriously about the wedding is the music. Because the place we've got it comes with a DJ, and they've given me a list. I asked for a list of all the songs, and I'm going through 20 pages going, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, right. So that's, where I'm, that's my concern. Maybe you're the bridezilla. Well, no, just music. music. I don't care. I've, as I said, I don't care about any of it. The music's the only thing. I do not want shit Ever music. Everclear, you're walking down the... <laughs> walking down the aisle. Oh, of course, of course. Pretty um, fly. Pretty fly for a white like guy would be guy. an awesome walking well, down the aisle. I think you'd have to raise the level of swank to put that on. That, that, that <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, depends, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fly. We get a jug band to do it. <laughs> Someone was looking at a jug. <laughs> <laughs> How about that song that came in number one in the hottest 100? You know that song. I know. Can you believe? I didn't even think Gangnam Style was (laughs) (laughs) two years in a row. (laughs) Two billion people can't be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) What's uh, Penrith Shop Gig? Oh, yeah, Penrith Shop Gig. We should. That's one of my. Basically, we've got. Edge HQ has a whiteboard with some ideas, and Maddie, Maddie, you did a gig in a Penrith shop gig. It was so fucking awesome. And then, can you explain? How did you get. Did you just rock in? Oh, there's a shop. I'll just start talking. Um, it was, um, like, I think they're doing in the main street of Penrith what they're doing in a lot of little country towns at the moment, which is putting in pop-up shops in shops oh, that yeah, can't yeah. get a permanent lease. And so there's this little pop-up shop and it's selling like skate gear and they got a cafe going as well. And so I did a gig in basically to this shop, but where I stood was in the shop front <laughs> And no microphone, broad daylight, and people walking past behind me. Oh. And it was like... Oh, okay, but you have an audience. Yeah, yeah, there's an audience. I wasn't busking. I wasn't busking. I've seen that, man. In South Bank in Melbourne, there was a dude, there was a busker with a portable microphone just doing stand-up to the open air... Just like doing crowd work as people walk past and people are like, who the fuck is that guy? That has got to be the hardest form of street the theatre going. Like ever. But Steve Martin in his book, Born Standing Up, he tells a story. He did a gig in a cafe. He gets in, there's no audience. And the guy said, just stand in the window, do your act and people will come in. So he had to perform to an empty, like what you did, but to an empty shop in the hope that people come down and sit into his yeah, act. Yeah, wow. Music? I'll yeah. play that. That works for music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does but not work yeah. for stand-up comedy. Yeah. I mean, the, the gig that I did at Penrith was fine in the end. Like, it was quite quite good fun. Right. Because there was an audience in there. And yeah. They, yeah. Were, they were up for it. They were keen, yeah. They had a good time. But it was more just, 
But when I walked in, just going, oh, this is not what I thought. They haven't done this one before. Sweet <laughs> setup. Yeah. yeah. But it worked out. It, it worked, worked out, out fine well. in the end. They had, a, they had a good time. The guy who was running it sort of knew what he was doing. He was on board. Yeah. That's degree. a cool backdrop. No, it's like a brick wall or something, but you've just yeah. got the people of Penrith. Yeah, every now, <laughs> and every now and then you'd be doing a joke and you would just see the entire audience's attention move <laughs> from you because someone was walking past. Did anyone like, moon you? So anyone sort of come up and do the moon, press moon? No, there was a couple of people just stopped and looked at us, like right. just from outside. I can imagine, yeah. And just going, what the hell are these guys doing? But then that just drew everyone's attention to them. And so then you'd end up turning around and being like, Hi. Hey, man. <laughs> Hello. You can't hear me. That's my butt. That's my butt. You're looking How at much that. is yeah. that puppy in the window? There you go. <laughs> There's your next solo show. How yeah. much is that? Is that Maddie B in the Penrith window? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So it's time for our time for our one regular segment on the show, Ryan's Random Questions. Now, this I don't think it was on last time you are here. Basically, Ryan's got some questions. He's going to throw it out. Are they random? They, oh, I hope so. I hope Before. so. So there we go. You ready? What, yeah, who, I'm ready. Does but, anyone you know. just answer them, or do you need to? Buzz anyone, in anyone? Or? We'll just we'll throw it out and we'll do it. Yeah. Right you're gonna, you want a theme? Song, I want the theme music. Yeah. See, someone who edits this show really should edit add one in. <laughs> well, I edit this show, and I'm not editing. Have you got you're... any requests for a theme song this week? No, no. Everclip, Everclip. I used to dream about solutions. No, what is it? This is a song about solutions. This is a song about the way things are. I like Heroin Girl. That's my favourite ever. That's a great song. I used to know a girl. She had two pierced nipples and a black tattoo. I went to an 18th birthday party where you had to dress as your favourite song title. And my favourite song. Were you 18 or when I was 18. Oh, God. I don't know. That would be great. Just anyway, a creepy 30 year old. Yeah, especially because I went dressed as Heroin Girl. That would have been <laughs> gross. Oh, as Heroin Girl. Yeah, I, I, I did the whole work, so it was wow. fucking foul. It was so great. Didn't shave my legs or anything. Just like. Sweet. Dirty. Did you leave like the syringe hanging out of the arm? <laughs> I, I drew on some pretty chronic track marks. It was great. Good stuff. There you go. So there you go. You got Heroin Girl as your yeah. entrance. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Question number one um, What specialty would you have for trivia? Mm. I always get the literature ones when I play with my mates. Oh, yeah? Is that an indication of you're well-read or your mates aren't? Uh, a little <laughs> from column A, yeah. a little from column B. Like, I think sports my mates are all, My mates are all engineers, so ah. they know sports and how stuff works. What, what about like wrote that book. What about a specific topic, you know, like on that quiz show Mastermind, you know, how you actually have to choose your specialty topic? I'm going to be pro-wrestling. Pro-wrestling? Um, you can do people's oeuvre, can't you? Like yeah. Ben Folds. I would probably know Ben Folds as like most things throughout to know about Ben Folds, maybe. Yeah, right. Or um, like musical theatre, or the life and work of Tom Ballard. I'm pretty good at that, <laughs> that knowledge. Excellent. <laughs> what level of fame do you have to achieve before <laughs> you can <laughs> use yourself as your special topic? There? That is a great question. Because would be you probably. I reckon. Yeah. I just know a lot about my mate Joey. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, anything <laughs> you ask me, I will know it. <laughs> Joey based. Yeah, but on Rock, like, Rockwiz has a segment where they get, or they used to, where they get the the guest musician had their. Like that ask question on their favorite musician mm, or yeah. that like how what like translating it to that level you know like but that was still nice yeah 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 but I mean but imagine, you know like say band. Tim Rogers from you and I wanted you know okay my expert is I'm just trying to think of an obscure band <laughs> Snout every like does anyone here know Snout I have no, no idea about Snout. they're an obscure they're a Melbourne indie band yeah. I know them well because every band that came to Tassie. They'd bring Snout as their trip because Tazzy didn't have any bands, so oh. Snout were always the opening act. Yeah, right. but I think they got maybe some Triple J main play that sort of disappeared. Okay, but I'm wondering would they be good enough to? <laughs> I think yeah. that'd make for very boring television. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. The Rockwoods people might coax Tim. It's like, well, well maybe, Snout, you know, <laughs> let's talk about the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> the Snout of their day. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, the reason I the reason I asked this question this week actually the, the trivia thing is that um, listeners some some of our regular listeners know that I'm a big Simpsons fan had the opportunity to go to a Simpsons trivia night um, nice. a couple of nights ago um, restricted to seasons one to ten which like nice. this is this is virtually my like would have been my mastermind I say would have been so you know where this is going would have been my mastermind choice if 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 I ever got given that choice. And uh, I walked in there really confident and walked out nowhere near so the top. So it? near the top. Yeah, it was really I did, hard I to take. I went to West Wing trivia night once, and I thought I knew that show back to front. Yeah. Nope, no idea. Yeah. 
Uh, I've been to Lion King trivia. Like how many times? Like I've seen the yeah. Lion King so many times since yeah. I was Moses, and uh, yeah. people knew intimate. Like it's like you know, in this shot, how many different bugs can you see? And I was yeah. like, oh, I don't know, you losers, yeah, right. <laughs> you weirdos. Me and a couple of mates crushed a nineties teen literature yeah. <laughs> uh, trivia. Animorphs. Uh, like John Marsden, all oh, those. Yeah, yeah. Like we just flogged it. We didn't even know. We just rocked up, thought it, thinking it was trivia. Right. As it turns out, it was 90, 90s teen <laughs> literature trivia, and we all read a lot in the nineties, yeah. and just were sitting there, just going, "Yeah, Crush yeah, it. I know this." Yeah. <laughs> like, really surprised. See, Sydney City RSL. Back when I used to have a corporate job, we used to go there Friday night for drinks, and they had the DJ before he come on. He'd play a snippet of a TV theme song, and if you guess it, first to guess it, you get a free drink. First week we're there, I got the first 20. Like, I got first 20 drinks. Like, yeah, that's Cosby Show. That's Who's the Boss, all this. Next week, they limited it to, like, only one per person. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, there you go. Maybe TV theme songs. You broke, you <laughs> broke the game. I man. know. I broke it. Uh, I got really drunk that night. Question I'm depressed because I was in the Sydney City RSL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> question number two. Are you a nature person or an urban person? Do you like the great outdoors or do you like the cities? Quote, mm. the, quote the Lemonheads I'm not the outdoors type Not the outdoors type? Um, no, look if, I, if I'm honest Yeah, I do love Living in a city And I love uh, suburban stuff But whenever I find myself In the great outdoors I yeah. think, oh this is lovely Yes But I will not be Making the effort To drive to the Blue Mountains On the weekend Not a preference, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm totally Pretty, pretty naturey. Yeah. Yeah, nature Yeah, yeah Yeah, definitely It's struggle to put on shoes so, uh, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the level like I'm getting better at it so do you get you get a bit stir crazy like living in the urban environments that you have to yeah I mean if, if, if ever I'm going to punch someone who I don't know it'll be in the city <laughs> like come on some of those kangaroos have got attitude <laughs> yeah it is hard yeah. to punch someone you don't know in the <laughs> wild no it just wouldn't happen you have to okay, run, right. you have to run along just bushwalking along what are you fucking looking at <laughs> No, it definitely. Okay, mate, beautiful day. Bunch. They're going to start locking out the rainforest because people <laughs> one punching people. Yeah, <laughs> coward punching kangaroo. Yeah. It's become a serious epidemic. Exactly. No, definitely. It's the city. least Australian thing you can do. Coward <laughs> <laughs> punch fucking kangaroo. kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Un-Australian. It's completely un-Australian. Not a place you, you wouldn't accept that. You could run over it with a U. Yeah, it's fine. Probably, That's yeah. not a problem. They're asking for it. I reckon if it was in a boxing ring, they'd let, they'd want to see it. Like I reckon. That would rate on TV. You versus a kangaroo in a boxing match. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, have you seen the footage of? Um, this happened, hasn't it? Yeah. Had, was it Woody yeah. Allen? Woody Allen boxed a kangaroo. Really? Um, or Andy, Cof- Andy Kaufman? Andy Kaufman. Andy it Kaufman. It would be Kaufman. Yeah. Andy yeah. Kaufman punt- boxed women. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure there is footage of Woody Allen boxing a kangaroo. <laughs> Look, it's a pretty right funny now. episode of the Bush. It's. <laughs> <laughs> It's, well, uh, I mean, uh, really disturbing. Footage. I generally answer that question by saying I love the great outdoors. I think it looks fantastic in HD. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Have you written little jokes for all the questions? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's his chance to shine. <laughs> it us. is okay. Um, <laughs> little jokes. Thanks. Dave. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did enjoy the condescension. Yeah, I that's apologize. That's fantastic. That is uh, rude. You got a poster quote out of that. You and your little jokes, Tom Ballard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, you and your little jokes. Actually, that's good. There, thanks. Yeah, for, thanks good. for thinking. Yeah, I'm putting that up there. Yeah. Um, final question is a bit topical. Is the Taylor Swift hottest 100 thing a problem or no? Whoa. Wow, we could almost. It is Woody Allen boxing game. It is Woody Allen boxing. We will all watch it after this podcast. Um, I think for me, like I, I think I've gotten too old. Like I used to be. Like I remember the first hottest one hundred I listened to in its entirety was um, the year Spider Eight topped it, and after I loved it. Like I went ten years obsessively. Like I'd sit there and I'd try and predict before. Like the guys do now predict the hottest one hundred. We'd this before social media. You'd be like, oh look, you know, Spider like. I think I got, yeah, the year Alex Lloyd topped it, we picked that. But then you had Offspring pretty flat for a white guy. Yeah. But now it's like, I genuinely don't care. Like, I see both, like, I looked at the prediction and I don't know the song that may have won by now, Peking Duck, is that? Yeah. I don't know. I've not heard that song. I do not. So, yeah. You probably have. I probably have, but not. I can't tell you've heard it. Yeah. But you, you <laughs> that was spot on. That one. Still, still haven't heard it. But mate. you, no, but no, yeah, you know, don't you judge f- it based on that. I think I found once I turned thirty, I 
became an old man in that I only wanted to listen to my music. I don't want to know new music. Yeah, <laughs> like right. I haven't bought a new C- like a CD of a band. The last band that I bought without owning a CD of theirs was probably the Presets. Which is about yeah, four right. or five years the ago. The fact that you're still talking about buying CDs. CDs. Yeah, awesome. yeah, there you go. I think I dated man. myself. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I'm going to... Like, with the Hottest 100, I probably have slowly fallen off the bandwagon over the last five years or so. Like... I still listen to it on Australia Day, but well, I, once they once Tom stopped presenting it, I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I look, sorry, Matt, you're a mate, but you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it all well, worked downhill. Also, also, too, I think in the last few years, like in my early twenties, I was voting for stuff that was coming in the hottest 100, whereas now my taste in music, like I think I put in what how however many votes you get, ten. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one of those songs might make the hottest 100 because I'm just not listening to stuff that's getting in to the countdown, so it kind of has less significance as well. Mm. And I haven't heard this Taylor Swift person, so I have no opinion on it. You haven't heard "Shake It Off." I don't think Holy so. Fuck. I'm what sure is wrong I, with you people? Sure so I, I losers. I have my hanging out with. Here. I have seen Taylor Swift live. Oh like, wow! They did. You ever know this song? I know that song. Nah, haven't heard it. Nah. Okay. Weird. Uh, <laughs> who's that? That's Peking Duck. That's Peking Duck. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then... Okay, I'll have to download I've Shake I've heard it, it in a su- in a supermarket or but something. But with, um, I mean, with Taylor Swift, remember when that was, I think it was a tsunami, they had um, Wave Aid concert at the SCG. Oh, yeah. And I went along thinking, this would be awesome, you and I were playing, I can't remember, I, oh, Precess Headline. And then all of a sudden, three, it was her first hit, this girl comes on Taylor Swift and... All the young the young'uns around me were screaming. I'm like, "Who's this?" And I said, "Mate, do you not know? Nah. And this girl came out and she was wearing blue jeans and a top. She started playing, and then she stripped off into this gold lame dress. Oh. Like she took the jeans off. It was like a jumpsuit. And then I heard that she sang that "You Be the Prince Princess" song. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. "I think I know you. I still don't get why you're on the same bill as you or my the presets." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. She's huge. Look, oh, yeah. look, I give and it. She's huge now, and this that record. I haven't actually listened to the, re- the rest of the record. I got to be honest, but uh, you know, it's it's critically acclaimed, mm. and it's it's good pop music in the, yeah. in the same league as you know that Bruno Mars, Mark Ronson song, or Beyonce and stuff. So, and I it was the, the Shake It Off is in my top ten songs of the year, which I published before all the, the campaign mm. kicked off. Because if you ask me what my favorite ten songs of the year was, then that's in it. I just think it's a great pop song. The little rap bit in the middle of it is stupid, but generally it's it's great. So, um, but that doesn't mean that I think that Triple J should have played that song throughout the year because um, they didn't need to. It's everywhere else, and it do, it would sound somewhat out of place on on the stage. Do you think the argument would like if they chose Taylor Swift, if they went for Red Foo single, which is I think is pretty universally panned? Mm. Do you think it would have had the same impact? Because I mean, well, no, like, I mean, the campaign is, is about this is a good song, and yeah. so and you know we and there should be no musical. So there's this sort of push against musical snobbery and all this hoo ha and you no, know, but I mean, yeah. My my opinion is probably a little bit coloured by the fact that you know I have friends and I know people yeah, yeah. working Triple J, and particularly when it was it got so huge in the week leading up to the 40th birthday, mm. which was you know just so much work and such a huge deal for Triple J. So. I can understand this frustration there being like, this is not the kind of conversation yeah. we want to be having. We want to be looking back at the amazing um, history of the station Isn't for the 40 years. the whole point of Triple J to play stuff that isn't on commercial radio? So well, then I think people would point to other stuff that they definitely yeah. have. So, but then know, again, right. I mean, you got the argument. I mean, like, I used to work at FBI and like take Wolfmother, the presets... FBI broke them. They both went on to massive, and now played by commercial radio. Sorry, yeah. I mean Triple J too. Like a lot of like Hilltop Hoods, Spiderbait to a lesser yeah. extent. They discovered there. Now they've gone on to the new thing. Huge but crossover. it's and the number one song always has to have a commercial crossover. There's, yeah. there's just it's just the way the countdown works. Well, I mean, it's, it's close to six hundred or seven hundred thousand people voting. Yeah. So it's like. I mean that's that's main that's mainstream yeah. in Australia. That's, yeah, absolutely. That's a, well, Vance that's Joy, who topped it last year, he's opening for Taylor Swift. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's but it's I can see I can see both sides. Like, come Monday, I'll be at a party where it's going to be played. If it comes in number one, I'm not going to get angry, <laughs> but I'm gonna you know if there are mates around who are pretty pissed off, I'm going to go. Oh, you know, mate, you know, just just, just another countdown. There's always next year. <laughs> you know, get to play the consoling. Yeah, it won't. You haven't heard this, Matty B. Oh, yeah. I wish we were filming <laughs> My favourite thing right now is watching you. Yeah, I wish we were filming <laughs> his reaction. It's really good. Wait, get the good stuff. The, the, Tom's dancing and Maddie's confused look is 
<laughs> there we go. Shake, 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 shake it out. You mustn't hear me. Yes, <laughs> uh, not. I mean, it's it's. I think we have a like, new YouTube clip playing many of these songs. And just well, no, it's like I get what you're too. saying. It's good. It's good pop. Yep. But I kind of I really struggle when stuff is that produced like that is so polished that it doesn't sound like music anymore. Like that yeah. sounds like a machine to me. Yeah, but then you, oh, your argument. I'll counter you that when the avalanche is the amount of production that goes into an avalanche is song. What's the difference? I mean, it's whether, still the sam- Yeah, but I mean, like the like Frontier Psychiatrist. God knows how many different clips of stuff are in there. Yeah, yeah, and oh, that was a top ten hottest one hundred. It's not when I'm talking about the production. I'm not talking about how much gets cut into it. I'm talking about the way that they record the instruments. So that's that just like, like Hall and Oates is overly produced, but it's oh, incredible. I'm not saying that it's not great. I'm yeah. saying I would love. If I was really going to make a judgment on whether or not I liked that song, yeah. I would just like to listen to an acoustic version of it right. and her actually just sing her song yeah. and then I would be able to form an opinion on it. But that, I'm just kind of... It's too shiny. Yeah, I can't yeah, get yeah, right. near that. That's fair enough. Well, so, I mean, you're wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, no right or wrong answers, but yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, so, right. so what we're saying, that's MTV fine. Unplugged, put, do the Taylor Swift <laughs> sessions. And yeah, I'll watch listen. it. I'll, I'll probably look slightly I less confused. To, I, mean, I loved MTV Unplugged. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that Nirvana MTV Unplugged is amazing. Well, REM was good. Pearl Jam was good. Yeah, yeah they did. Dave Matthews. Lot, uh, choice. Lauren Hill, Hill, where she basically had a breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was a pretty... She was yeah. on the verge for a while there, wasn't she? Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, there you go, guys. Thanks for coming along. Happy Australia Day. Tom, you're about to hit the festival circuit. I am indeed, yes. Yes, if people want to come see my show, that'd be lovely. It is called Taxis and Rainbows and Hatred. I've uh, seen a trial show and it's pretty damn good. Yeah, I, oh, caught, I caught that at the Fringe Festival and it's excellent. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Um, it is at the Adelaide Fringe, Brisbane, Melbourne, Perth and Sydney. All details on my website, tomballard.com.au. And if I could plug my podcast to it, if oh, it's cheeky, but I just started this no, podcast for called it. Like a Six-Year-Old, which is me talking to really smart, interesting people who do stuff sort of kind of in the political sphere. You stole our gimmick. <laughs> 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 yes, this is the sweet angle. I don't know, yeah, I don't know how many solutions we or on the other podcasts we come up with, but they're interesting people, and so, uh, yeah, that's on my website as well. Sweet. Follow Comedy on Edge on Twitter at Comedy on Edge, and I'll tweet a link to Tom's podcast and his website. Thanks. Maddie. you heading, what do you got coming up? Mate, I am doing the club vacuum in, well, people are doing the, the national tour. Oh, right. Oh, sweet. I've I felt like, oh, that sounds like a cool club. No, no, no. no <laughs> Is no, it another just... shop in Penrith? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're moving on to the vacuum. Godfrey's, Godfrey's they've yeah. got an open mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just, I've got, um, I've got a lot of club spots coming up in sweet. the next three months. And your album, Matty B, The Philosophical, phil- philosophical Bogan? Yeah, you Still can, download, is it iTunes? You can, your best bet is just go to mattybcomic.com and all the details of how you can get a copy of that are there. Sweet, so check that out. And Ryan, you're on Twitter at? Ryan V. Crawford. Check, yep, follow him, he's quite funny. You, you see the exploits of Legal Eagle. Legal Eagle, hashtag. You've, you've got to check it out to understand what we're referring. And you can follow me on Twitter at MW double underscore OH. Little plug, we've got a little site that Commandant Edge produces called theunaustralian.net. Basically, it's a satirical newspaper. Have a listen. It's actually not a listen. Have, have a, a read. Have yeah. a read. You That's can listen to better. it. You can listen That's to it if you no, like. There is audio clips. There are audio. There's one. Okay. There's yeah, one. I'd, I'd say that was a good save. It's article. just that it's a really it's terrible quite, save. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting attention. You know, the Andrew Bolt haters are coming after us, so we're on to something. Yeah, <laughs> so check sign. it out. Check it out, guys. Thanks for listening. I guess, Ryan, hit the music. No, let's play oh. with Peking Duck. Oh, what's the music you've got? <laughs> oh, we, we this, added it in. You added it now. Okay, right. Woo! Fucking rave came in here, guys. <laughs> Cut him at 30 seconds. We'll have to pay APRA royalties. Oh, yeah. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>